Letter 133 of Letters of John Keats to His Family and Friends, edited by Sidney Colvin. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. To Fanny Keats. Wentworth Place, Tuesday morn, February 8th, 1820. My dear Fanny, I had a slight return of fever last night, which terminated favorably, and I am now tolerably well, though weak from the small quantity of food to which I am obliged to confine myself. I am sure a mouse would starve upon it. Mrs. Wiley came yesterday. I have a very pleasant room for a sick person. A sofa bed is made up for me in the front parlor, which looks onto the grass plot, as you remember Mrs. Dilks does. How much more comfortable than a dull room upstairs, where one gets tired of the pattern of the bed curtains. Besides, I see all that passes. For instance, now this morning, if I had been in my own room, I should not have seen the coals brought in. On Sunday, between the hours of twelve and one, I descried a pot-boy. I conjectured it might be the one o'clock beer. Old women with bobbins and red cloaks and unpresuming bonnets I see creeping about the heath. Gypsies after hare-skins and silver spoons. Then goes by a fellow with a wooden clock under his arm that strikes a hundred and more. Then comes the old French emigrant, who has been very well-to-do in France, with his hands joined behind on his hips and his face full of political schemes. Then passes Mr. David Lewis, a very good-natured, good-looking old gentleman, who has been very kind to Tom and George and me. As for those fellows, the brickmakers, they are always passing to and fro. I mustn't forget the two old maiden ladies in Wellwalk, who have a lap-dog between them, that they are very anxious about. It is a corpulent little beast whom it is necessary to coax along with an ivory-tipped cane. Carlo, our neighbor Mrs. Brown's dog, and it meet sometimes. Lappy thinks Carlo a devil of a fellow, and so do his mistresses. Well, they may. He would sweep em all down at a run. All for the joke of it. I shall desire him to peruse the fable of the boys and the frogs, though he prefers the tongues and the bones. You shall hear from me again the day after tomorrow. Your affectionate brother, John Keats. End of letter 133